I would be so pissed if like I signed up to be like an extra and then I showed up, like my black ass like shows up and they like here, take this spear. And they're like, whoa, hold on, wait, wait a minute. Like, oh, hold on a second now. Hold on a second. Oh motherfucker. Like I don't I got a spear. <laughs> Hello, this is Your Favorite Movie is Racist. I'm Chris. I'm Tawny. I'm Miles. And we are two blacks and a Mexican. Um, we are not experts on movies, but we really, really like them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, like most people, we have a podcast about it. <laughs> um, except <laughs> our podcast is kind of diving into um, not just sort of reviewing movies, but exploring the context um, that those movies were made in and whether some of the things about those movies still holds up in 2020. Um, and so we explore some of our favorite movies and then take a look back and ask ourselves about those, you know, one or two or three or four or five <laughs> things in them <laughs> or all of them or all possibly. of them or their entire premise that um, could potentially read as problematic nowadays and ask ourselves if we're okay with it, with the movie still um, after having that discussion. Um, and so uh, we're really happy to dive into um, what a franchise that a lot of people really love, um, a franchise that uh, two thirds of us grew up with and <laughs> <laughs> and one that uh, really made um, both Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg probably like um, sent them into the stratosphere. And I'm talking about the Indiana Jones series, um, specifically uh, starting with Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was released in 1981 and uh, really just introduced the character of Indiana Jones to the world. Um, we're going to just talk about the franchise as a whole. Um, I think we're going to center a lot of our conversation around Raiders and some of the things that carried through the series um, and then kind of see where the conversation takes us. What do we love about Indiana Jones? Um, Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, I and I, I will um, Harrison Ford. I look. My second kid's name was almost Harrison. Um, <laughs> probably a lot of people who love Han or who love Han who love Harrison Ford like the the sort of vessel to that for a, a good number of people is Han Solo. Um, but for me, it was Indiana Jones. Like I being like a nerdy kid that liked fossils and shit and like <laughs> and like weird facts, like my my dream job, like as a child. And this is like as, you know, it, it, being like a like a Latina, <laughs> like a little girl from like working class Chicano, you know, L.A. suburbs, like my dream job was Indiana Jones. It wasn't even like archaeology or professor it was like specifically when i grow up i want to be indiana jones <laughs> he was he was smart and and i don't know what my weird gender issue is about that but like he was smart strong like he kicked everybody's ass and he also like knew more than anybody and i i'm like i don't know i don't know. like what else is there to aspire to uh, <laughs> 
So, and then, and then again, like the, the Harrison Ford mystique, which is a very real and magnetic force for many women and not women who are, you know, attracted to men, but like that guy. Um, yeah. And like, just it's, it's my jam <laughs> action, adventure, history, geography, you know, all that stuff. It's like smart action. And I, as somebody who truly like grew up during like the heyday of like 80 Schwarzenegger action films, which I love all of, like Indiana Jones is something a little different. And, um, and I wanted to be him when I grew up. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting. Like I'm like the one that I, I didn't see this like as a, uh, like as a kid growing up. This is something that I got watched like recently. I, I've always, which is strange because this is something that I would have gravitated to. Because like Tawny, as a kid, I was kind of into all of this type of shit. Like this was my, I literally, I wanted to be an archaeologist as a kid. So uh, I don't know how I, I didn't come close to that as far as what my job <laughs> is now. But like this is something as a kid like that I was 100% would have been into, but I never watched it as a kid. So there is still um, that fascination to me about just history and uh, what came before us and our like ancestors and predecessors and the things that they left behind about, you know, the world that they, you know, uh, wandered about in like, it's interesting. It's fascinating. So it makes this movie is, I mean, this movie kind of blends a lot of, like mythology stuff with there's, I mean, there's religious stuff here, everything. Like there's a lot of different things in here. They're like, Oh wow. Okay. I didn't know that this, that this is what, you know, what's happening in these films. And like I said, I watched them late. I literally just watched these like a month ago. Like this is my first time seeing it like a month ago. And I don't have any of the, um, I, I don't have like the affinity for it. Um, like I don't have the the Harrison Ford thing either. Like I, I like Harrison <laughs> Ford means nothing to me. Like, and I'm a Star Wars fan, and even with that, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> I, I like I, I don't have anything against. I just don't think anything about him. Like I'm like I literally oh, yeah. had I yeah. literally had one of those big cardboard life size cutouts of Harrison Ford in <laughs> when they stole the stormtrooper uniforms and. Yeah. <laughs> like I had that in my room. <laughs> yeah, like he he um uh, I yeah, I just I didn't grow and because of that like I don't have like there this and Star Wars has this built-in fan base that's a lot of it is entirely based upon like nostalgia. Like the films are are what are what they are. Either you like them or you don't like them, but a lot of what brings people back to these or has like a, a soft spot in people's heart is like uh, the memories that they have of these movies that like, it, you know, like good memories because like, yeah, these, these are, these are movies that, that have a lot of heart. Like Indiana Jones is one of those movies that are like classic, like American cinema, where it's like, there's just like ton of heart in these movies. Like whether you're into them, like you guys are, or you're me, or I'm just kind of like a casual person watching it. There's a ton of heart here where it's like, yeah, he is a likable character because he's just like he's intelligent, but he's also just kind of an every guy type of you know. I mean, he's 
ridiculously more attractive than everybody else <laughs> living. But I mean, he's just kind of like an everyday man. Like he, he's he, not super impressive as far as like what he can do physically. And he has like a bungling quality that's like, and it's yeah. always there. That's kind of charming, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. He is charming. It's, he's not exactly the most impressive, like what we watch now as far as action heroes and like John Wick is like this. This motherfucker is serious. Like John Wick. <laughs> like I'm scared. Like I, I would never want to see John Wick. Like any <laughs> like eh, I mean, like catch him on the right day, you probably could beat his ass. Like I don't know. Like he's he's not like the most competent <laughs> fighter necessarily, but that's not his thing anyway. But like he, there's this charm and there's like this, uh, there's just like this heartwarming like characteristics and traits about him that like makes him likable so i when i think of adventure i think of indiana jones um because i i I, like i can't remember a time when i hadn't known who indiana jones was and seen these movies in fact i think i saw i think i was introduced to indiana jones before star wars and Mm -hmm. i I'm like a very passionate Star Wars fan. So that says something. <laughs> um, but I remember and just, I, I know Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones inherently more than I do, more than I know him as Han Solo. And so like um, it's the adventure part of it, what that, like when I think of, you know, adventures, I think of, 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 of this, this franchise. And like, I think what I love about these movies um one is like Steven Spielberg's touch. Like he adds this kind of sense of adventure, sense of childlike wonder, sense of um, it feels like otherworldly in a way that is kind of. It's a fully, it's like fully immersive. Yeah. It feels like it's like refreshing, like you, you know, and you lose yourself. You can lose yourself in the, um, like the experience of the movie with Steven, like, and, and it's that Spielberg, Thing, like you said, yeah, you know? that's said, him at his best too, in in that time mm-hmm. frame too. Like, yeah, he had like a t- fifteen year yeah. period where that, like, he just and and other filmmakers have you know tried to replicate that. I mean, J.J. Abrams famously um, is kind of the pupil of <laughs> sits at the feet of Spielberg, and um, I think that these movies really were what introduced me to him as a filmmaker. Um, and it made me like love movies because it's just so there's so much fun, you know, and um, that was that was what I carried with me. My favorite in the franchise to this day is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I know that <laughs> to some that is, you know, borderline blasphemy <laughs> because Raiders of the Lost Ark is the one that gets talked about as kind of being the classic. But uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is so much fun. I've. I've watched it with my sons. They had a lot of fun with it. And they're pretty young, so I didn't know if they'd stick with it. But they did. Where they didn't with Raiders of the Lost Ark, they checked out. Um, and so it, it's just, to me, is to me that is the definitive Indiana Jones movie. It's The Last Crusade because it just, it, it has, it, it checks all the boxes for me. So the character is kind of akin, I would say, to like a John McClane, where you have this person who is not, you know, Superman. He's not like John Wick. He's not like some tough dude that's that's always going to have, you know, 
the the move that's always going to be stronger or more badass. right like he's he feels mm-hmm. like a regular person but also still somehow a little bit better and it's like oh he can handle he handles this situation in a way that i would never would have thought about but it's also not the cleanest most you know um perfect way to do it uh and so like there's something about that that makes him feel um even more uh special and I think that's why and we don't have to get too deep into the Crystal Skull movie. Um, but <laughs> I've heard that criticism of that movie is that the biggest problem is that it turned him into a superhero. And at, at, at a point in time when he was least believable as a superhero. And so he's punching, <laughs> pe- knocking people out with one punch and doing all this kind of stuff. And the fact that people identified that as counter to his character says something about mm-hmm. his character. Also, River Phoenix. <laughs> Um, I think that's part of the reason I really like that one too, is to, to the, that, that sequence at the beginning is one of my favorites in the whole franchise, River Phoenix on that train, the magic box thing. I remember as a kid, just being blown away by the magic box thing. <laughs> yeah. And that special, th- yeah, his special theme. And I always like, I can hear the music in my head right now, like da 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 And it's like youthful Indiana Jones, you know, it's not quite. it's still kind of like goofy and boyish and like directionless (laughs) Um, and and river phoenix and i fucking almost cry sometimes almost when i watch that because it's so fucking sad that he's we lost him so young and it was such a um god so good so good yeah that uh somebody joked that that train is the the origin train <laughs> because like there's so many like he gets his scar <laughs> he oh, discovers yeah, yeah. his whip snake. he falls in the mm-hmm. snake pit <laughs> like literally everything Why about not? him was defined almost like pack it into a cute right. comedy it's like exactly explain everything it's <laughs> it's the funniest of the it's the funniest one it's it's hilarious and and it's funny, like you put Sean Connery in there, and you're like, oh, you know, it's like, no, he's actually the comic relief, which is a fascinating use of Sean Connery. Yeah, right. <laughs> that that is interesting because that that's the one that I sort of like. I don't hate uh, like the Temple of Doom, like it kind of gets really destroyed. The third one was the one that I was like disconnected the most with because it was like trying to be funny now like and i was like i never thought i never i don't know it it almost like the tone of the series had changed slightly where the initial ones i never thought he was like funny or anything or like making fun of him or it it definitely you know you're right like raiders is the most serious it's very serious the second one is I, i won't i won't say that it's comedy there but it's definitely a lot lighter they were going for comedy like they um i was just actually listening to this dude on uh youtube and i did not actually catch his name but it was like dissecting the movie and he played a clip from like the it's like it's like george lucas and some of the other like producers and creative team they were talking about the like the banquet scene oh yeah yeah that's definitely yeah And they were going for like, let's, let's gross everybody out. You know, like they were, that's what they were going for. (laughs) So yeah, they were, and, but I, and then by the last crusade, there's like a lot of uh, silliness sort of built in. I think it, I mean, I mean, I feel like maybe it's a signal saying like, we, like we are not taking ourselves too seriously at this point. Because this character is, I mean, 
some of this is not a lot of this is not believable anyway especially from this guy like he again like i said he's not impressive at all besides looking like harrison ford (laughs) he's not like he's resourceful yeah he's he's not he's not like he's not gonna fight like captain america but like he gets lucky a lot, and I, I think like the re- like there's like the re- like, and that's kind of the one of the recurring gags is the fucking hat. Like how many he loses the hat in every movie, and it always like blows by, and it's just it's this little like it's a wink, you know. It's like this guy's lucky, and a lot of the the the, the success he has on adventures, like we are acknowledging that it's because he's our protagonist, and that's the way it goes, you know, with the hero with a sort of hero like this. Yeah, he's definitely carrying around a rabbit's foot cuz like a, a <laughs> lot of times it's like the third one is like the propeller on the boat saves him, like the propeller on the plane saves him, <laughs> the fire in the bar saves him. Yeah. Like everything he's just kind of in the right place at the right time, like not necessarily due to him like <laughs> solving the problem or whatever. So, it, the the first one, there's some comedy in there like the, you know, it's very slight, though. I feel like like it's not it, the famous gun, the gun gag. Yeah, the gun gag, like, and there, it, which is clever. It's not like a slapping your knee funny. It's clever. It's like, oh yeah, that's that was good. And I wanted to say too about Raiders of the Lost Ark, like the initial, like the opening scene, the uh, reveal of him. I think is dope. Um, like uh, how they uh, kind of the way that movie starts off is just dope to me. Like the first like five minutes or however long that is of the introduction of him, them going in, finding the art, the artifact, escaping everything. I love that. That entire sequence, the setup to reveal him as a character. No, it's great. It's character. almost like you can see it played out in comic book panels. Yeah. Um, it's so stylized yeah. and it's such a, a signal that like, this is what you're, you've signed up for. Yeah. You know, this sort of like throwback, you know, serial action hero type deal. Yeah, it's dope. I, what I wanted to know, what I was watching, and I was this time I thought it was hilarious, was like, who the hell sets these booby traps back up again? Like after somebody goes in there, because <laughs> like I'm, there's a crew, there's a crew, because <laughs> the boulder, like because there's other people that tried to go in there and do this. I'm like, are they just period? They got a, a night crew. They're all fuck yeah. again. Like, yeah, man, if y'all stop chasing down this stuff, and like uh, the the. The, yeah, and that's true of all the movies. Really, like there's some <laughs> sequence where you're like, man, who? Because there's always the skeletons time? in there where people have previously right, tried it's... to go in there, but it's like, <laughs> who the hell is going back to set up? Somebody these traps? reset this shit. Yeah. What's racist about Indiana Jones? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much P M E. Pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the whole, so, <laughs> so, um. <laughs> Let me just, I just want to like, so I don't, like, I don't, when was life normal? Um, the last time I went to Disneyland was the first time in, uh, since for like a decade that I'd been able, my, where my kids were both tall enough to ride everything. And, um, for years I've been like, um, we're going to get on Indiana Jones. We're going to get on the Indiana Jones ride. And finally, like they were both tall enough. And and I go through the big like archway. It's all Adventureland, and it looks like that sort of Oriental <laughs> lettering. And there's the Jungle Cruise, and I'm just like, oh my god, I feel really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> it's just there's jungle scenery, and you know, like the if you stand in line for the Jungle Cruise, there are all these um, 
like display cases with tropical insects in them and like um like sort of fake or like faux like archaeological artifacts like lying around in the line it's 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 a whole immersive experience at disneyland right and i've never i never i don't know i maybe it was the climb i don't know what even was happening at the time because this wasn't even like super recent but um maybe like a year ago um but I felt deeply uncomfortable for the first time. And we got on Indiana Jones and it's like Indiana Jones and the legend of the hidden eye or some shit. And it's like, you get in there, <laughs> you get in there and there's like a code on the wall. When the line first opened, you got a little like code thingy and you were supposed to like decode the messages in the wall. And it just looked like, um, like not even like hieroglyphs because they didn't, they weren't meaningful. They were just sort of like scratches and dots and things like that. <laughs> like, so already you're like, okay, what is, and you're in line and it, it like you go in and you're like in a dig site, you, you go through like a fake guano cave and you go through like, you know, this place where there's crazy poles leaning everywhere. And then you're in like a dig site. And I was like, this whole shit, like <laughs> clearly for the first time ever, I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> this is like the the whole premise of this series, like the whole premise of all of this is white people going into brown countries and taking shit out of them. And I was thinking of the scene in Black Panther, um, you know, when uh, when fucking Killmonger is like, how'd your ancestors get this? You know, and it's like, that's exactly what that, you know, what that experience in the line is setting up is like, that's and you get in there and you're like they show you this video and you go through and there's like a big like hindu sort of ish looking god and she opens her eye and i'm just like oh and <laughs> and after that it's just it's like it's all of its references to stuff in the movies like there's natives uh blowing blow darts at you and rats and bugs and <laughs> why do natives always out. blow darts like there's what is natives that? <laughs> And then I get on the Jungle Cruise and it's like the the little the guy selling the shrunken heads at the end and I'm like, "Oh my god." Like <laughs> why is it taking so many years for me to be bothered by this? And I'm sorry. Every time I've ever like had anybody sort of tell me about Indiana Jones, it's always like explain this just this sort of innocuous like piece of like adventure brilliant adventure like american you know historically great film and it's like oh okay cool yeah and then i watch it and the entire time i'm watching i'm like damn that's fucked up that's also <laughs> wrong okay yeah the whole time i was watching it i was just like this is like the schoolhouse rock version of like colonization is great. Like it's, it's a whole Propaganda. song about it. Yeah. It belongs in a museum. And I'm like, does it though? Yeah, it's like, this, <laughs> this is, and it, it makes me uh, like, and most of the reviews I see of this movie are like a bunch of older white guys that watched this as a kid. And it's like, listen, it's not that they're the only person that watched this and liked it. I'm just saying like, there's a common pattern of who loves this movie the most. <laughs> like, and what I, what I often <laughs> see is a, 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 is older white males that watch this as kids. Like, Oh, you got to watch Indiana Jones. Dude. It's the greatest. And then I watch it. I'm like, fuck this movie, man. Like I'm upset. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like him. Like I'm supposed to like him. Like, and I, I feel like that does like my biggest strife with like, the movie itself, as I watch it, I'm like, I don't even like this dude. Like, 
he's charismatic. He like, he hasn't aged well. Yeah, he, he's charismatic, and he has a he has great like charisma, like coming on screen. Like I see why you would like this guy. It's not that I'm like oblivious to like what's like appealing about him. I just find it difficult for me to get on board with someone who's a villain in my eyes. Like he's he, it, even, I won't say a villain, a villain might be strong. He's not a villain. He's just problematic in the sense that he's doing a lot of things that he feels like is right because this makes sense for, you know, his own independent quest for what he needs in his life. It's like, well, what about what the people that you're stealing this shit from, what about what it mm-hmm. means to them? Mm-hmm. You guys are going to, you know, get get all these artifacts and bring them back here. And the other part is problematic is like you're seeing like he's seeing like some crazy stuff happen by the end of the first movie where it's like, dude, you're seeing stuff about the afterlife. You're basically like confirming the existence of God, like in the mm-hmm. first movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> like and you don't tell anybody, like, it's just like, all right, well, you know, they got, they got it. They got the artifact. <laughs> like, I was like, I'll be telling everybody about this. Like, hey, listen, man, if you ain't saved, you might want to get he saved. He should be a zealot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you, you do all this stuff because you want to protect, you know, history and the information, but you steal the information and then you just keep it for yourselves. Like, how's that helping anybody? It, it would have been better off being a mystery. Because at the end, it's still a mystery because you're not really sharing this with the world. This is for your own. This is self-indulgent. You like finding these artifacts for the adventure of going to find them and the danger that's involved. And that's heroic, I guess. But it's shameful like, (laughs) to go to someone else's culture, steal what they've created. Like they clearly don't want you there because there's always some sort of. <laughs> They're trying to shoot you with blow darts. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to root. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to root for this guy because of that. I'm watching it. I'm just like, yeah, but I don't agree with any. Yeah, okay, that was cool that he did that shit and swung from a tree or whatever. But I don't agree with any of the shit that he just did, though. I was like, okay, I mean, I hate you, though. <laughs> Still can't stand you. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, you know, it's like, it's so funny because, like I said, I grew up with this stuff and it, it still is, it's in brain. It's, it's the perfect example of how, um, you know, what we've talked about in, in the Black Panther episode of why we need to see ourselves and why we need to see why exposure to, um, different, perspectives and historical journeys and people of color is so important is because this is, this is what's in the zeitgeist. And this is what is, um, I'm sure there will be a Indiana Jones is canceled party when the next one comes out that is apparently being made like, and I'm sure the next one will somehow walk back a lot of that stuff because it's being made by Disney and Disney's real good at walking stuff back that. And, and, but I, I think, what this has perpetuated is like you said, Tani is there's a propaganda sort of to it. There's this kind of, it's interesting that it's based on the old serials and that kind of stuff, because it it's, those were kind of propaganda ish too, you know, like you're selling war and you're selling like, um, and, and the idea of like American heroism, like in, yeah, like the American hero with the cowboy hat on and the like 
bull whip and uh, that whole. <laughs> the, the whip is crazy, man. The whip is wild to me. Like, I just can't get over like, what? Yeah, and like that was that was what was cool. I was like, yeah, it's cool. You got a whip, and like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the stubble and the just the rugged. You know what I mean? You cast Harrison Ford. None of this was intentionally insidious either, and that's why you know those serials mm-hmm. were like what it harkens back to, or what it, it's calling on, and what Steven Spielberg wasn't was watching as a kid and was inspired by. And George Lucas, I keep we got to remember George Lucas was equally involved in this because that ties back to another creator who has uh, drawn upon these past things from their childhood, two white men coming together to create a story about a rugged white man who was going to other places and stealing things. And that being like the heroic act, you know, there's a um, video game series called uncharted that, uh, I played like the first three. There's three. I think there's four of them. I played the first three and they're fun games. It's very clearly inspired by Indiana Jones. But the one interesting shift and it has it probably has to do with the fact that they've come out, you know, in the 2000s is that the main character is not trying to put things in the museum. He's literally just trying to get rich and they just own that, that he's trying to find buried. He's, he's a treasure hunter. He's trying to find stuff and make money. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. About it, be, and it's interesting that that's literally what the villain was in an Indiana Jones movie is who the hero is in this. But the hero mm-hmm. is very clearly Indiana Jones, like his personality, yeah. mm-hmm. the quips, the kind of thing. But uh, it's like somebody realized, hey, I still want to do that. I still want to do the adventure thing. But I, we can't sit here and pretend that it's a noble act. We have to just yeah. At least there's it. that. Yeah. <laughs> I almost could go with that even better. Just the fact that that's sensible to me is like instead of you masquerading it as this sort of veil of morality of you trying to make the world a better place or whatever the fuck. Like I, I like I don't know what what you think these artifacts or pieces. What what makes it better for them to be in a museum? than to be in the indigenous land where they were created. In. Because it belongs there, Miles. <laughs> and I had said this before, too, like where, which is blasphemous that I would rather watch The Mummy over uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's not technically a better movie. I'm not saying that. I just, even in there, I could understand, like, the uh, what's going on is like, well, we just looking for treasure for the most part. Some of them, everybody has different motives in there, but it's like, man, we looking, we we trying to get rich. A lot of these people in here, and it's like, yeah, I get that. Like, I can, I can understand that. Like, you're it's a not relatable motive. Any, yeah, you're not here for any type of noble cause. You're not trying to like, like walk around with this facade like you're doing a good thing. And it's like, well, no, you're not. You're doing a bad thing, but you're masquerading it as, yeah, you're masquerading it as something noble just to make yourself feel good. And and he's, he's sort of the, the prototype character for like uh, a fifties type of American character where it's like, I want to be Indiana Jones when I grow up with the hat and the, and it's like, it's, hey, 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 hey. No, it's not, not you. <laughs> not you specifically. Personally I, attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked. Not you specifically, just like American. Like when I think about like the 1930s or the 1940s or 50s, like this 
I think of like a very white America and this is mm-hmm. the guy that everybody wants to be is Indiana Jones. Like, this is the great again, America. This is the great right. again. This is that sort of tr- like this tropey character where he's knocking out the Nazis and he's going to find treasures and he's bringing it to a museum. Cause that's noble. Ain't it? Like he's, he's a good guy and he looks like the rest of us. He just, he's just got a whip and a pistol and a hat. I almost like, feel yeah. I almost feel like the movies did like sort of half acidly <laughs> try to address the the like like you know in part t- for all of its flaws like at least he returns the goddamn thing to the village at the end of part 2 mm-hmm. like that's like one of the redeeming things um but And there's a punishment yeah, for taking I, the grail in the in the um last yeah. crusade there's like a it's inherently sort of you can't portrayed just take as it. wrong there's a yeah. mhm there's a there's a price, right? right? Like this is the price of immortality. Yeah. And it's like, of course there's a price. Like that's balance or whatever. And, and it is not to say that the movies aren't without valid ideas or even noble ideas. But um but yeah, Indiana Jones as a hero who's heroic because in and of itself he's like a white guy who goes on adventures in and somehow kicks ass despite being weaker than everyone physically. Well, not everyone, but Harrison Ford's a formidable dude physically. Um, he's like I said, he's a little bit bungling, but and, and Indiana Jones is supposed to sort of have that sort of comedic element. Um, well, he's got a similar vibe not, to like the, the, what we said about Tuco last week, because like yeah, he's roguish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's um, yeah. but he's not in, he's not a complete entire bastard, but he's roguish, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's very much like something that's within the the American wheelhouse mm-hmm. of like things that are acceptable to be. Um, the thing though that is. I think troubling aside from just the fact that like this story is premised on like making a hero out of someone who plunders um, Brown countries <laughs> is um, the way that Brown people are portrayed in the movie and the way that when there were opportunities to give roles to people who are Brown, they didn't go to Brown people. Um it's like you could have you could have tried a little harder. Like every time, and and if you think of as brilliant as the opening of Raiders of the Lost Ark is, and it is cinematically gorgeous uh, and and appealing and everything that you want an opening to an adventure movie to be, you're like you meet these South Americans. I don't know whatever country they're in, and it's fucking Alfred Molina. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's Alfred Molina doing an accent and some other dude who looks like he's been dipped in mud and they both are like cutthroat traitors who are like horrible and we're not even sad they die and they're it's like they're making embarrassing faces when they die in case it wasn't clear that they weren't to be admired right. and like <laughs> no. and then embarrassing faces. <laughs> it's, it's all oh you know and um <laughs> and then and then like belloc is there and he's fucking this whole tribe or i forgot the name and i even like i knew the name at some point of the people that are supposed to be portrayed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he and what i read was like uh the in the, the narrative is that like he told them that indiana jones was there to like steal their shit and so they showed up and so he used them um and they're like and they're all like shouting in foreign languages that no one can understand and there's like and i was uh, reading this thing that was like made the point that like there's a lot of points in these films where um where subtitles aren't like somebody's not speaking english and there's no subtitles and it's like why would you do that like if not to other 
those people, right? And, and to make them seem like strange and turn the English speaker into this sort of conduit for knowledge and the sort of point of focus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and it's like, I, I think of the, the South America, whatever tribe that was in Raiders, and then like the thuggy cults in Temple of Doom and and the fucking the the British dude who's fucking uh what's his name? Um Delbert Grady in the Shining. <laughs> That's him, the British guy in the Temple of Doom oh, that saves that, the Capitol. Cap- yes, oh. it's fucking Delbert Grady. Oh, wow. So Delbert Grady shows up to save Indiana Jones. And <laughs> you know, and and there, you know, there's Indian soldiers behind him, and then and then in um in uh sorry last crusade like the first guy they send into the fucking thing where they know everyone dies is like a brown person and it's just like brown people become throwaways in these movies and it's like you can't even argue that that's not true even though there are some like especially like you know notably chadar lal and temple of doom and mullah ram who are you know um who are actually portraying people <laughs> who are mostly the same ethnicity. But, um, but yeah, otherwise it's like, we're just these mobs of like people who are shrieking in foreign languages. Mm-hmm. And that is persistent across all of the movies, even in the, even in kingdom of the crystal skull, which should be better um, than the rest of them at this point. It's this thing of like, um, especially like older, like, movies like this just american culture where they fetishize like these other countries that they feel like are exotic and the things there are of more value for whatever reason like like nobody comes here to plunder and take what we have because what do we have here in america that you know someone else wants to come and steal like (laughs) Well, that's the idea is like whiteness and Americanness is the baseline and everything else is interesting and strange. Yeah, it's like. And to be collected. Exactly, to be collected and brought here and admired by us and not to be respected because if someone came here and started to, you know, take whatever the hell the thing here that we admired, be like, whoa, wait a minute, what the hell is going on? Yeah, Yeah, they're the villain. It's like, well, yeah, it's kind of what what you guys are doing. You're just going to places where there's complete civilizations intact where you're going to just steal what you <laughs> look what i found yeah. what, what you found like this is ours what are you talking about it's not it's like, like discovering a country you know where people already exist already live. Hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't count like, yeah it's like it's it's that idea it's so arrogant you know indiana jones obviously like we've already said it, it didn't start this and but it is a very huge icon in that vein and so you have movies like pirates of the caribbean you know which are fun movies but if you look at them it's more of that you know you have johnny Mm -hmm. depp running across the beach with a bunch of people with spears chasing him you know what i mean and it's like hey my friend was an extra in that part oh oh really (laughs) did he have a spear (laughs) she She, did she have a spear (laughs) i don't I don't know if she had a spear. I should ask. I would be so pissed if like I signed up to be like an extra and then I showed up, like my black ass like shows up and they're like, here, take this spear. And they're like, whoa, hold on, whoa, wait a minute. Like, hold on a second now. Hold on a second. Hold on, motherfucker. Like, I don't I got a spear. <laughs> like, yeah. Here's your spear. 
Take this Here? bucket of white oh, paint. Oh, Just oh, paint oh, one oh, half oh, of your oh, face. Hell no. Oh, hell no. Okay. All right. I see. Thinking of the character of Sala, who was played. Oh, God. By John, was it John Reese Davies? Yeah. And he's in the goddamn film clips in the ride line. Like, you're in line, and Sala's, like, telling you, like, put on your seatbelt <laughs> when you get on the ride. Thanks, white guy who's not playing a white guy. I didn't know. I didn't know Sala, Sala was a white guy until Lord of the Rings. And he's huge. And I read like Sala was supposed to be like a skinny little like five two like which is my height, like a skinny little like Egyptian five two digger. And they get John Reese Davies. Yeah, like how did that I'm happen? Supposed to be fair, <laughs> he does look like he could be from that. They brown him up. He's browned up. Like, I, I mean, we put him in the same boat as, as, as you know, the other folks we've talked about who were painted. It was an opportunity, but it was an opportunity to um to get somebody who was actually Egyptian. Yeah, because it's such an ancillary role. Missed. Yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. Why not? Like, why not just go a little... It's not like John Reese Davies was a huge household especially, name that they had to have. Especially when literally on set, you got a bunch of brown people because... Just take one of them and say, hey, how about we don't give you a spear? We give you a roll. Like, give you a roll. Like, take this spear. You literally, you literally have so many brown people. <laughs> you go find this white guy who you had to fly like, in. Mm, and let's get a Welshman. Let's get a Welshman. This feels like a Only roll a for Welshman a Welshman. Can do this job. How do we rate Indiana Jones as a series? Based on everything we just talked about. Um, unlike Miles, <laughs> I have like a, an emotional sort of childhood attachment to these movies. So I will probably continue to watch them. Like I'll continue to like, if I'm up late grading papers, throw on an Indiana Jones movie. Like that's probably going to keep happening. Um, as I noted, I have introduced my sons to Temple of Doom because I thought that was the one that that like was the most weirdly weirdly with the heart being pulled out the most child friendly in the sense that like I thought it would hold their attention. Um, but I did have the conversation with them about like, there's, this is racist. Like this is a racist depiction of these people. And I want, like, I just want you to know that. Um, but, and that, I guess that's where I am. Like I'm, I, I see the flaws, like I'm very aware of them. I don't know how I'm going to feel the next time I go to Disneyland, but I did feel deeply uncomfortable last time. Um, like deeply uncomfortable and i'm like okay maybe th maybe this will pass maybe i'll be able to enjoy myself <laughs> later but um but yeah i'm going to continue to watch the movies i'm not going to ever tell anyone that they should watch the movies like i'm not going to try to push them or recommend them i don't think in any way at least not without the caveat of like they're deeply problematic yeah. i think i think for me um I haven't I haven't watched Crystal Skull yet, so as a completionist, like I'm going to watch it. <laughs> like I know I, I've only heard bad things about it, but I mean I, I just have to see where it goes from you know where it was. <laughs> but like overall, as far as like the movie, like the series itself, I mean it. It this one like some of the other movies we watched, like I had to kind of dig a little bit deeper to find things that I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is sort of this one, like right off the bat, like my daughter was pointing stuff out, like, dang, for real? Like, that's how they doing it? Like, here? It's, like <laughs> it's pretty offensive, like when I'm watching it. And I, I mean, this is not even like any of my cultures necessarily that it's 
uh, riffing on, but it's just the idea of brown people in general that they feel so like marginalized as hell in like all these movies that makes me be like, yeah, I don't know how, how much I would just recommend everybody, like everybody does to me, like, oh, you gotta watch Indiana Jones. I'm not doing that. I don't think you have to watch this. No, you don't. Like, for what? There's, we're, it's in 2020. You know how many like dope ass adventure movies you could watch that are better than this? Like, I mean, it's like, it's, it's good, but there's definitely some stuff that you could watch that's better. And personally, I don't think Indiana Jones is that cool. So, like, he's, <laughs> he's not that cool to me. So, I mean, I know this was like their version of a James Bond. Like, I know Steven Spielberg said that where he wanted to make a James Bond film. I'm like, James Bond is infinitely more cooler than Indiana Jones to me. Like, his get up <laughs> is cooler. He's, his gadgets are way cooler. You got a whip and, you know, some khakis and a hat and a jacket. Don't forget the fedora. Yeah, and I mean, not, you know what I will say? Not too many people can pull off the fedora, and he he, <laughs> bad boy. he pulls the fedora off with ease, so yeah, that is yeah. that is pretty impressive. But, I mean, unless you just want to, like, uh, uh, a master class in, like, fedora hat rocking, like, yeah, there's other <laughs> stuff to watch. Like. Yeah, so I, I, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with Indiana Jones. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, that's that's probably not entirely true, but it might be because I have haven't felt super compelled to to rewatch the films even though I did like them a lot when I was a kid and I think a part of it is because I've become more cognizant of those things and uh even when I watched it with my kids it was because we saw the stunt show at Disney and uh so they were interested, so we watched it. But um, maybe Last Crusade, just because it's so much fun to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just don't feel compelled enough to also want to kind of now think about all this other stuff that is just, I mean, talk about having, it's like, <laughs> it's like finding out Santa Claus is racist, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Right, because you're just like, man, this is my so thing. You ain't coming to my house, right? <laughs> it's like I love, uh, I love this these movies, this character. I grew up thinking this was amazing, and then you go back and watch it, and you're like, ooh. And I, I think that's the thing about it. Um, and so, I think for me, it's like you hit the nail on the head, Miles. Like when I want to watch an adventure movie, now I have a lot more options. And if I want to watch something with boyish wonder from my youth, even I'm, it's not the first thing I pick up. I, I'll, I'll Star Wars is going to be the first thing I pick up. So, yeah. So I think where we landed on Indiana Jones is that if you love Indiana Jones or if you have an affinity for the adventure itself, then you can hold on to it. But if you just think it's all right, you know, it may be harder for you to look past all of this, all of this, <laughs> these waves and waves of, of problematic things. <laughs> um, but we are not the arbiters of Indy and his adventures. <laughs> so um, <laughs> let us know what you think in the comments. Um, is Indiana Jones problematic for you? Is it something that you feel comfortable revisiting? 
Um, is it something that you've never seen and now will stay far away from? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Please share this episode, subscribe, uh, become a part of this conversation. We would love to uh, engage with y'all and uh, really have this dialogue about these movies because from episode to episode, we're learning a lot about what we're okay with and what we're not. <laughs> um, so until next time, take it easy. 